again and welcome. And today in our series of studies on the books of our Bible, we've reached the book of Jeremiah, the book of the judgment of God. Jeremiah has been called by some the prophet of doom. Growing up in Northern Ireland, someone who always was warning of the potential disaster of a situation or suggested that things might not work out positively, they were often referred to as a bit of a Jeremiah. Perhaps a better description of him might be the prophet with a broken heart. The book is described by theologians as a prophetic autobiography and is universally recognised as holding an immensely important position within our Bible. Jeremiah himself was the author of his book. He dictated all of his prophecies to his secretary, Baruch. We are told that in Jeremiah chapter 36. We also find out that there was an original scroll which was destroyed. And then we are told that Jeremiah dictated another edition which included even more material. Sections of the book do indeed show evidence of part of it being composed in the latter part of his ministry. 2 Chronicles chapter 36 and the opening of Ezekiel both confirm that Jeremiah was indeed the author. The New Testament also makes explicit references to Jeremiah on several occasions. Matthew quotes Jeremiah 31, 15 and both Matthew, Mark and Luke all quote Jeremiah 7 verse 11. Hebrews quotes Jeremiah 31 to 34 and also it's reasonable to note that Christian tradition also attributes the authorship of the book with confidence to Jeremiah himself. So who was the book written to? Well in 701 BC Shenechereb attacked Jerusalem but the city was miraculously spared. However, subsequent weak and, one might say, even evil kings came along and introduced idolatry to the nation, and Jeremiah was called to be a prophet around about the 13th year in the reign of Josiah, which would have been around about 627 BC, about 60 years after the death of Isaiah. In 622, the law of Moses was rediscovered, and Josiah, one of Israel's better kings, instituted spiritual reforms. Unfortunately, his efforts were not enough to stem the tide in the direction of travel. After his death, the wickedness came back and grew worse and worse. As the apostasy worsened, opposition to Jeremiah mounted. In 605 BC, Nebuchadnezzar was seen to take control of Palestine and deported key people like Daniel back to Babylon. Jeroiakim rejected Jeremiah's warnings and in 601 rebelled against Babylon. There was another invasion in 597 BC. Then finally Nebuchadnezzar overthrew Jerusalem in 586 BC. Jeremiah's ministry therefore stretched from round about 627 BC to approximately 580 BC. The main body of the book of Jeremiah is addressed to Judah and Jerusalem. But in chapters 46 to 50 towards the close of the book, he is also seen to prophesy against the ten, what are called the ten nations. 
the subject of the book is the judgment of God. When Israel rejected Jeremiah's message, he warned of coming defeat at the hand of the Babylonians. Then he records that judgment. The message of Jeremiah is God judges his people and the world, yet he will still send the Messiah and establish his kingdom. People did not like to hear Jeremiah's repeated announcements, particularly that the Babylonians would conquer Jerusalem, destroy the temple and take the people captive. As a result of what he said, he suffered constant persecution. He was violently opposed, not only by his own family and the people of the town, but by the citizens of Jerusalem as well. He was also persecuted by religious leaders, by the civil authorities and by the kings of Judah. He was flogged and on occasions even imprisoned and threatened with death. An obvious feature of the book of Jeremiah is the unusually large amount it reveals about the author's personality. He was a man who was extremely saddened at the ungodly state of his people and he unceasingly denounced the false religious practices that he saw, wrong social behaviour, foolish government, actions that characterised the nation at that time. Jeremiah is a combination of history, biography and prophecy. The closest thing to a literary structure is the fact that the book has a series of messages in it. In chapters 2 to 20 each of these messages begin with the words the Lord came. The structure of Jeremiah therefore is topical not chronological. So it begins with an opening introduction in chapter 1 and then from chapters 2 to 45 we hear about the judgments against Judah and Jerusalem. Then from 46 to 51 there's this wider perspective taken when he prophesies judgments against the other nations of the world and then it closes in chapter 52 with a sort of appendix. The theologians believe there are several purposes behind the book of Jeremiah. One of the purposes is to remind us that God judges his people and the world. When these messages were preached or written, their purpose was to get individuals to repent. The nation at that time rejected that message and the messenger and the judgment subsequently came. After the judgment fell, Jeremiah wrote this book to both document it but also to remind future generation that God judges not only his people but the world as well. Another purpose of Jeremiah is to remind us that even though God must judge wickedness, he will still bring his plans to pass. The book is dark in places, but it is not just doom and gloom. Hope flashes throughout all its prophecies. Jeremiah revealed beforehand that the captivity would only last 70 years. And even beyond that, it's telling them that there are better days ahead and that the Messiah is coming and so is the kingdom coming. So in summary, Jeremiah predicted the judgment on Judah and the world, and yet he saw hope in both the near and the distant future. So he's saying that even though God judges his people and indeed the world, he will send the Messiah and establish his kingdom fulfilled, of course, with the coming of Jesus Christ, God's only Son.